All right, folks, welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon. With me this week is co-host Mamat. Mamat, say what's up to the people. Yo, what up? Joining us this week once again, we got our main man from the north, Walter. Walter, was good? Oh, not much. Just enjoying the nice snow. Yeah, you call it nice snow. You said it was negative 20 up there. No, you can keep that. Santa Claus wouldn't even... That's why Santa Claus leaves during the winter. He ain't happy up there. Um, this week review we have good luck girl but as always before we jump into the review we're gonna start with the question of the week walter what you got for us if you could have one deity just miscellaneous doesn't have to be an actual deity who transforms into an animal what animal would it be and what is the requirements to make them transform what do you mean by the requirements I think he means like, like Momo. this one, where he has to get, he has to, he has to be in pain and then be in pleasure, then have like pleasure in order to switch back and forth. Oh, like Momo. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. That's a hot one. Clarification. The clarification Momo is a character in the anime, but we'll get to them later. All right. Uh, uh, Shannon, got, got any ideas? I mean, I can't really think of a god I'd want to turn into a pet of some kind, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be a pet. Any kind of animal, right? Right, Walter? Yeah. Right, but if it's, if it's an animal that's living in my house, it's a pet. <laughs> and just, you ain't, I ain't going to have a lion just running around my house, like, making, telling me what to do. I mean, you can. It, it's just a day, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean a day. Just one random day. You have that power to turn into something. No, no. I don't have that power. The, yeah. Walter, repeat your question, bro. If you could have one deity, doesn't need to be a named one, and it transforms into an animal, what animal would it be, and what is the requirements to make them transform? Right. So he's saying if you had to have a god transform into an animal what animal would it be and what would be the conditions for transforming not for a day it's having a god like momo is the what is it dog god yeah and then and then mamichi is the uh poverty god so a god turning into an animal all right i mean do i at least get to tell them what to do well, they'll be fully sentient. Why would I want them in my house then? <laughs> I mean, that's, I the, have... that's, the, that's the trouble <laughs> I'm having. It's like, I'm trying to find a good reason why this God is going to be in my house. Because they ain't going to listen to what I tell them. They're going to be eating up all my food. And they're going to be getting on my nerves. <laughs> so... <laughs> I can't think of a single anime where a god lives in somebody's house and it's turned out okay. All right, I have one. I have one. I have one. So, um, a fox god, you know, that can turn into a fox, like like the nine tail, like the nine tail fox. I guess almost almost a cop out. But what are the what are the conditions transforming? The condition is um. I have to do like 
um, like the summoning in Naruto. Wait, so you're just gonna have the fox guy just chilling in your house, and yep. then whatever you decide, oh, I want you to be a fox again. You're gonna yep. perform a summoning jutsu. Yep. <laughs> Is it that cool? <laughs> no, you are such a weeb. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You, you're the one hey. to talk away, all right? Oh, but that should tell you something. In a group of, in a group of of weebs and otaku's, <laughs> to be called out of being a weeb is pretty. That's some pretty intenseness right there. And I had, I had to. I will take that, that as is... a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That... Yo, that is just cool, man. Oh, don't deny it now. Don't deny it. That is no, cool. I'm, I'm a weeb. I'm a weeb. I'm an otaku, but you just you just leveled up right now. <laughs> you went one step further than weeb. You're super weeb. <laughs> I just leveled up to level three. Hell yeah, baby. So how about you? You're the one who, who, who give us this question. Okay. It's going to be a moose deity. And it transforms when you pour maple syrup on it. Oh. <laughs> I'm going Canadian. Any more Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to be racist. But but you know what? It, 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 is, now. It, it is super associated with Canadian right now. And you don't mess with moose. You don't. Those no. those bastards are tall. But no, what, don't know. Don't don't that in your house, then. Well, I just make sure I won't spill maple syrup on them while they're in the house. I'll take them outside and do it. And I get a free ride around. <laughs> wow. Okay. See, I got. So I got mine. I got mine. I'm gonna choose a god of destruction. Ah. Uh. I'm going with the god of destruction. And I'm going around the one half rules. Cold water turn into an animal. Turn back into your god. You turn it back into god form. The animal is going to be a hamster. <laughs> it's a hamster. And here's why. I'm gonna pick his little ass up, and I'm telling you, you're gonna destroy what I tell you to destroy. And if he refuses to do what I tell him to. In fact, if, when I turn him back, if he refuses to destroy what I've told him to, I'm going to shoot him with a squirt gun, have him turn back into a hamster. And I was like, I mean, so but you have to be prepared. If you have a, a, any trace no. of a hot water no. in your house, you are doomed. I'm a, no, I'm, no, I'm going to be, it's going it's to be ridiculous. I'm going to have a whole arsenal of squirt guns just, just on my person at any given moment. If that fool ever gets out of line, just going to see a squirt gun pop out of nowhere, talking full on Matrix style. Just pull out, pull out a random squirt gun out of nowhere, and just light him up, and all of a sudden, just watch him drop into a hamster form. And I mean, put him, you put him in the cage. No, I put him all, in the cage. All, all that hamster has to do is go to your to your shower and t- t- turn turn on the, the 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 hot water. You know. Why you think Good I made him a that. hamster? Why you think <laughs> I made him a hamster? One, he ain't got no thumbs. Two, he can't reach the faucet. <laughs> oh, he, he can just jump in, in, into the uh, into the uh, what what is it called again? For a hot tub? Yeah, the hot tub. I ain't got a hot tub. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> I thought this through. He was totally dependent on my on my generosity. 
to once again become a god of destruction. Oh, and I will wow. not hesitate to turn you back into a hamster, and I will keep a snake in my room. It's like, <laughs> see? But I tell you, if I turn, if you don't listen again, I'm gonna turn you back into a hamster, and I'm gonna feed you to the snake. I will have a god of destruction at my beck and call. Oh my! Oh. So my. what does the show be called? Doom Taro. Doom Taro, yeah. <laughs> I like Little that. hamsters. Doom Taro. Little hamsters. Big disasters. No, 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 no. no, no it's Doom Taro the Destroyer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You guys calling me weeps. Look at you guys. But look oh. at that. It'd be perfect. Little hamster, big disaster. <laughs> that oh, actually, I do like that one. I, do I like will that. make that a, a shirt now. <laughs> I will make that into a shirt. Thank you. That would be awesome. Okay. Doom Taro, little hamster, big disaster. I love it. Love uh, it. All right, let's move on into our main topic now. All right. After that, after that, I don't know if this, I don't know if this, this discussion can top that awesome question. Yep. Um, I know, right. We got to straight up. Thank you for that one, Walter. That one ended up real good. Uh, that is the highlight of our podcast this week, I guess. So that's the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So getting back into our main topic, let's go ahead with the synopsis for Good Luck Girl. Mm-hmm. Ichiko, it's lucky a lot, not in a good way. Like a force field of happy accident, like a force field of happy accidents repel her from misfortune. There's a reason life always goes her way. She's bubbling over with happiness energy. She unwittingly absorbs from everyone around her. It's up to the poverty god Momiji to end Ichigo's positivity consumption and restore the world's balance. But Ichiko isn't about to give up her good fortune without a fight. So that's our synopsis. Um, let's start, we, as always, we got to start with slogans and scores. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Walter, you, had, you gave us a great question. So what's your score and slogan? Um, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Wow, that's and high, man. Eight. Oh, I sorry. I'm, I always love this show. Okay, okay. And what's the slogan? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips will transform Momo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's good. That's good. Mazda, what you got, man? So my slogan is. Um, Next time you go to the toilet, please pay respect to the toilet gods. <laughs> yeah, such a, such a such a full slogan for like a, for like a five minute character. But okay, <laughs> yeah, seven out of ten, man. Well, he was what? a shitty character. Yeah, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Wow. So let's hear yours then. You will be the devil's advocate for for this week, I guess. No, devil's advocate is like enjoying the show. I don't know. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. (laughs) Um, I'm giving the show a three. Oh. Whoa. Uh, Whoa, bro. No, ain't no whoa, bro. Ain't no whoa, bro. And then the slogan is, it's like, it's like the, it's like this show got a visit from the poverty god. (laughs) <laughs> well it didn't get a season two so yeah they pro- they literally jinx it all right right at the end <laughs> right yeah the after so, credit scene 
Yeah, yeah. So Walter, you give it an eight. But before before we we jump into it, how many times that that you have watched this show? Um, my fourth or fifth. Oh. Wow, five times. All right. So, so why 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 did you give it an eight? I I just I love all of the the um what is it like homages to other animes in it. Like, no, I, 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 I just I, I laugh. Great. What oh, you yeah. say, Shannon? No, I said I gotta agree with Walter on that. The homages to the other to like the other animes are one of the best parts of the show. Yep. Yeah. There's a bunch of it. If you are a weeb, you will enjoy it, I guess. Well, it's just you don't see that much in anime anymore. They're all their own little contained worlds. They don't get you know, they don't sit there and do like a shout out to other animes like that did. Well, unless you're I mean, in the same unless you're from the same there, creator. There is some like Gintama yeah. and Konosuba. That is very recent anime, if you ask me. But they yeah, didn't but, much. Shout uh, out. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say, I can't speak for Gintama, but for uh, Konosuba, it's only, it only really did it for shows that were from the same um, uh, studio. Yeah, at least they did do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that statement over there, Walter, is not very legit, I guess. Well, no. So Walter's saying you just don't see it often, and yeah. not to that, and not to that extent. Like again, I can't speak for Gintama, but the the amount of them in the show and the depth that they went to in the story, like that whole scene where it was after she transforms into Nice Momiji, mm-hmm. and it's like that whole Death Note homage where it's like a full like five minutes of like them being <laughs> Death Note characters. You usually don't see them commit that much to like the to nods to other anime. Normally, get like, oh, here's a quick like little clip, or here's like a character, like here's like a um, like a quick three seconds of them in another costume or something. Mm-hmm. You don't get like that level of it. They really dove into that, and I thought that's something I did like about the show. Yeah, if you watch Gintama, it's all about that man. And and one more, uh, Scat Dance. That is pretty much, uh, yeah. Yeah, you probably uh, uh, has no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, Walter, have you seen Gintama or Skate Dance? Nope. Huh. You should then. If if that well, is your 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 kind of comedy, I guess. Like it's, it's a long it's, it's a long series, stuff. but it it's worth it, I guess. Yeah, but our our streaming services in Canada sometimes are quite limited and annoying, so. I mean, which brings us to which brings us to our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have one. <laughs> no, but I was like, that's like, that's usually like the line I hear every time they go into like a sponsorship yeah. about some VPN service. Are, are we doing uh, all the anime cliche now? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, we know enough. Of them, shoot. Um. <laughs> oh my! But but you have uh, you can find like. Uh, Uh, a DVD or Blu-ray of Gintama, I guess, over there. Yeah, it'll be on my to buy list in the future. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be worth it, you know? Gintama is a good good anime. 
Like, I'll probably have to stream it first to see if it's one that I'll like, because I think I tried watching it with a friend and just couldn't get into it. Alright, this is a life hack, alright? Just get a VPN and stream it from other countries. Yeah, once I get a better computer, I'll do that. Okay. It doesn't have to be a computer. It can be your tablets and your phone. Oh, um, you don't you don't use phone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, people out there, don't be weird about it. There's a reason for it, and we will not get into it now. Maybe someday. Once it's an alien, just leave it at that. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. Oh, you are not safe now, audience. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, I, I know if I ever get kidnapped, they're all going to Naruto run to Area 51 for me. So <laughs> you got to tell them so that they can so come save Walter when they when the aliens when the government takes them. All right, let's get back to the topic, man. So okay. for 2012, right? It, this was released on 2012, right? Um, let's go back to 2012, 2013, 2013. does not even have a date for it. That's just sad. Um, yeah, my box set doesn't even have the insert. Uh, We're gonna assume it's 2012. So for a 2012 anime, the animation is kind of like late 90s or early 2000s. You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah, but I mean, I kind of view that as like a default art style. Can you say that a default though? Two thousand twelve, we like. saw a very big jump in animation. You know? No, we did, but that was usually when you see that jump, it's very stylized. This show was not very stylized, so I feel like it was just kind of like used. If to put it in a simpler term, I really just feel it was like a default setting. They didn't really commit to any kind of unique art style. Not to mm. say that the work was shoddy or that it was bad quality. It just there was nothing that stood out about it. So yeah. that's why I say it's kind of okay. That's fair. And yeah, I I don't really like the slapstick comedy part. I guess the other comedy, the other humor, I can accept. But the slapstick part, they they overuse it. I guess. I mean, well, for the me, kicking the series. Like the smashing out of windows and like kicking in doors and all that stuff was a bit much, but I think a lot of like the the other like slapstick comedy was actually pretty good, and for me was one of the only like saving graces of this show. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I like the opposite like way. I like the the anime when they get serious. See, no, when they I, that's, touch that's on the serious stuff. I, I like it. That's one of the things I hated about the show. Why? So okay, so one mixing the two did not fit. Doing like the ridiculous comedy and then that overly emotional exchanges didn't really fit together. Yeah, the, it's very it, jarring. I it, it is very jarring. Mm-hmm. But the emotional parts when they were focused on them, it was so boring. Like her having this, especially because it took you. To like episode seven, before you really start finding out anything about Ichiko and why she is the way she is, so I gotta、yeah. sit through seven episodes of I want to go to sleep because 
y'all decided to wait this long to actually explore why she is the way she is and taking way too long for her character to develop at all and start to break through some of those problems. Yeah, I agree. The character development is a slow burn. But I guess... It's not uh, a slow burn. That's a... Yeah, it's a slow burn. <laughs> no, slow burn means it burns through eventually. That's an ember. It, it was on the verge of dying out. It burned eventually. You, you didn't finish the show, I guess. No, no, no. I'm not saying it never will eventually. I'm saying a slow burn should not is not 12 episodes. An ember is a 12 episodes. A slow <laughs> burn is like, okay, episode 6, we've got some good character development going. No, we had to go to episode 13. Not really 13, but yeah. The only so we only got her only real character development was other than Suwano was when she lived with the kid with their that with the the boy's family as a, as a kid, um, and then when she met what what was that girl's what was the girl's name the um the tomboy the Ranmaru yeah when she met Ma- Ranmaru when she became friends with her those were the only two real like character developing story arcs like character developing moments that stood out in the show that is not something that should take thirteen episodes. The final one, I assume, happens at the end of the at the end of the last episode, but I ran out of time. Um, I assume happens there, but it, again, uh, that's fine. The the final bit of growth should happen at the end of the se- at the end of the season, but mm-hmm. for to have two moments of growth in thirteen and twelve episodes, we'll say, that's just that's just that's ridiculous. Like if you're going to make this about her giving up her happiness energy and. Um, ceasing to absorb other people's energy fine but you need to make clear-cut points in the storyline to where okay here she is with this here's her milestone here's a milestone here's a milestone and spread those out across those 12 episodes we didn't get that we got two points Uh, we'll say three points not including the final episode the first episode or second episode was suino episode like seven with the boyfriend, or not boyfriend, maybe, the guy she liked family, and then episode like nine with uh, Rimuru. And after that, that was kind of it. Oh, sorry, and I forgot Tama. But Tama was even kind of like iffy. <laughs> all right, all right. So, what is your take on this, Walter? Um, I, I just loved it for how zany and over the top it got. Like, it was just, I guess it was like, uh, because I also like Excel Saga. So it, it just seems so over the top with some of the stuff they did in there. And just, I, yeah, <laughs> that with all of the, the constant anime references throughout the entire thing, just it just really made me enjoy it. And because I watched it with my daughter, she enjoyed a lot of the references now that we finished watching Dragon Ball Z. All right, that, that's fair. But how, how about the serious part in, in, this, in this show? Um, uh, I think it was a nice little diversion away from the comedy for a bit, but I agree with Shannon. Some of them were dragged out a bit too far. Um, for me though, I I think differently because every every time they got serious, it it's a development nonetheless. Even though maybe it's just a little though, but to see Ichiko's develop from being like a very selfish character 
and slowly but surely she changed you know yeah, yeah it, it, it maybe yeah. took very long to to achieve that goal but but still though every little since that they got serious it counts in my opinion maybe, i think it probably wouldn't be better if we Yeah, go on. I think it might have been a bit better if we got a second season to go with it to maybe like shell out things a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> But yeah, from the looks of you it, we, we never no, get one. We, we never no, get you know one. How, well, no, you know how I feel about saying, well, they got, if they got a second season, they could fix this problem. I was like, no, you don't get a second season to fix a problem that you made in the first season. If the show had this problem in the first season, They needed to fix it before they released the show. Well, we have this talk before, like the Gashikashi. You remember that? I remember the Gashikashi. They managed to fix that that, I, that that issue. Right, but here's the problem, though. The Gashikashi is not a good example for those for everyone listening. The Gashikashi was one of the first shows we did. I think probably in like our first three months. The thing with the Gashikashi was we didn't know that it had two seasons aired. If the Gashi Kashi didn't know, I know no, you ha- you didn't know either because it was my pick. So <laughs> when you started watching it, you told me. So no, you didn't know. You found out when you looked it up. Yep. If there was, if we had only watched season one, there was no way we would have come back to watch season two, would we? Yeah, true. The Gashi Kashi it only worked for us because when we watched it, season one and two were out, and we watched them back to back. Yes. So in that instance, I'm it's still I'm still right that if you if it had it if was we that, we were only to watch season one, we will never yeah. know. Yeah, we will ne- probably never go back to season two. Yes. No, we wouldn't have gone back for season two, and I think that's what I, that's my point is that. You don't. You can't really. You can't just be like, "Oh, it'll fix it in season two. It's like most people aren't going to go back for season two if they didn't enjoy season one. So you have to plan like the show is only going to get one season and make it enough to draw people in and keep them there so they want to see the second season. I didn't get that from the show, but that's me. It's because y'all they overplayed the emotional aspect of it and Ichiko's character, while funny, <clears throat> her her emotional stupidity is mind-numbing i mean she is not stupid she has like a ch- childhood trauma and yeah she she didn't have like a proper um parenthood guidance in a way well she did though because she had suino but she just didn't view him that way because when mean, she looks back at all yeah, suino didn't didn't do that much in her life. He took in care of her from the from as soon as her parents were gone. Uh, yeah. He was her only constant. He took care of her. He 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 basically raised her as his own daughter. So to say yeah. that he didn't have that much influence doesn't work that way. Because that'd be like that'd be like me saying that my grandfather didn't have that much influence on me. And I was like, no, that my grandfather raised me from the time I was born. So that imprints on you as a parental figure. Even if you don't, even if you don't acknowledge it in the moment, as you get older, you begin to acknowledge it as for what it is. And she did that, which was a bit of growth that I was that worked. But the whole like, well, my friend betrayed me as a child, and now I don't trust anybody. And it's like, 
You mean to tell me, because that happened when you were like six, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe nine. You mean to tell me that in the last eight years, you have not trusted a single person. Nobody's really tried to get up, get to know you like Rimuru does, but you got all this happiness energy that's supposed to draw people to you and make good things happen in your life. Yeah, she as a child is not very fortunate, right? She's not very lucky no, as she, a child. She's not, but it, so the question is, when did the happiness energy kick in? And if it kicked in, when any, like any time after that, then it, why didn't it draw someone to her to fix her problems? Because happiness energy is supposed to be like this ultimate luck thing, but it didn't fix her, her secret problems. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a maybe it's like we, limited to, maybe it's limited to how the person perceives to use it. Right, but how can you perceive to use it if you don't know about it? Yep, she well, didn't know. Well, she kept getting everything her way. Right, but th- but wouldn't you expect like a a friend to come if that's the case? If she if if her if the thing that destroyed her mind and destroyed her faith in people was a bad friend. And the happiness energy reacts to what you need in the moment. Wouldn't it make sense that she would get a friend at some point when she was feeling at her most lonely? Which we know she does feel because they said so. I mean, she just uh, reject people away at that point. Uh, after that trauma and everything, she didn't let people go go near her, right? I suppose. I yeah. Suppose. So yeah, that is the reason why people when you see the, the like the on the montage on the first episode, people always talking uh behind her back. And and she knows that. She knows that. That's the reason why it, it is hard for her to let people go near her, right? Yeah, but this is again, this is years and years later. Yeah. And that was it still up. applies though. It still applies. Well, no, no, no. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. That's a building. That's a that's an effect from an issue caused by some caused by what she does. Mm-hmm. So it comes back to when did the happiness energy kick in? When yeah. did she gain? We, we still didn't know how how it happens. Maybe she is the yeah. reincarnation of the lucky god. Who knows? The the show never told us. It and, doesn't. But yeah, but, and we cannot life, assume anything unless. They they told us something about it, and right. they probably well, we didn't. Can yeah, we can extrapolate though. But as mm. far as like people talking behind her back, that's all built up over years of her neglecting people and pushing people away. That yeah. they just that starts to happen. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's why I said every every scene that they got serious, it, it's a development uh, for her, like. Uh, the 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 like the second scene i guess where um who who who, who was it get uh, keta's brother got stuck under the what is it called uh, manhole uh, yeah, under, the sewers. yeah sewers yeah she can just let it be but she instead go and save save him instead that is something It is still, yeah, it, it is a slow development, but yeah, it, it showed us something, you know, that um, Ichiko want to change herself. 
Even though she she doesn't want to, but but she just just did it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it happens uh, every time they got serious, like uh, when she turned a uh, little, I guess she she's safe. She found she goes and go find Keta and she save him, you know, from the brink of death. That is something too. She can just let it be, but she instead uh, got involved in it, and yeah, she ended up saving him. You know, that is a very big development over there. Maybe you didn't see it, but I I, I saw it. That's why I said I I really love when the 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 show got serious. You know. I don't know. It it just didn't for me. It just didn't match the tone of the show. Going yeah. that that from, heavy from the emotional... from the humor to the serious part, it just jarring. It, it's right, kind of well, like well, um, Angel Beats. Have you watched Angel Beats? Yeah, no. Angel Beats made perfect sense. Angel Beats, it, the comedy wasn't really as wasn't as defined. It was more. I saw Angel Beats more as okay, problem conflict resolution and then they have bits of comedy thrown in and then you have bits of drama thrown in yeah so it yeah. flowed right. more seriously like the co- the transition from comedy to the serious part angel bits does it better you know well because they weren't transitioning from comedy to serious they were transitioning from the main story which was kind of like slice of life mm-hmm. from slice of life to comedy or from comedy to slice of life and then from slice of life to serious, and then they make the jump. They make that reverse back where they go serious, slice of life, and then bring in some comedy. You never yeah. went from comedy to serious to serious. It was always something in between to ease the transition. This show, it's either hundred percent comedy going a hundred miles an hour, or you've got this over the top like emotional story that you're trying to tell, and then you're jumping back to the straight comedy stuff. And it's like yeah. it's such like it's like slamming on the brakes going sixty miles an hour, and it's like it 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 takes you out of the show. And I mean, it is not like he, slamming the brake; you just go reverse it with a turbo charge, you know. I mean, that's that's kind of the same thing. Um, <laughs> but for me, it was like the and the comedy for me wasn't it wasn't really that good. Like I like a little, I like some of the slapstick. I like. I love the the crossover bits, to all the di- the homages to all the different animes. That stuff was great, but for me, the show didn't get decent until episode seven. And by that point, I was like, I don't even want to watch this no more. It's like it, yeah. it it was so hard to get myself to watch it because it didn't get good till episode seven. Once I got to episode seven, things picked up. They got more interesting, and it got a little bit better. Yeah, for some people, it it is taking too long. For I don't mind that that kind of thing though. But yeah, for most people, maybe they, they already just ah, uh, this sucks. Bye bye, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Walter, we're yeah. not hearing enough from from Walter. I think we're talking too much. <laughs> yeah, even though Walter <laughs> have watched this for for quite a few times, you know. Yeah, we got to hear from Walter. <laughs> 
well like for, you know for me it's just i i liked a lot of it in general like i did like some of the emotional parts like when she she finally broke down about having a proper friend i really did like that part in the series because it did kind of change the whole tone of the show afterwards where she started relying on others yeah that what makes we we kind of start to root for Ichiko instead, you know, right? Yeah. At that point, yeah, that is a very. So I like great that, thing. but I do agree with Shannon. Like, you know, there's no real plot development until later on in the series. But for me, you know, it's I I was just there for the ride. <laughs> I wasn't there to think. I was there to enjoy. Okay, that's And, fair. Yeah, and so that's why I just I just love the show so much. I just love all of the the constant little things that they do, and just oh, I, I just do nothing but laugh while I watch it. Yeah, I don't hate the comedy uh, uh, all uh, m- most of them, but when the comedy is good, it is good, you know. Like when mm-hmm. they always breaking the fourth wall, you know, it's super oh, good. Gotcha. It always gets me, you know. We we didn't see much of an uh, anime uh, breaking the fourth wall, you know, in, in nowadays. Yeah, yeah, that is the kind like of I, comedy that I like. But the the slapstick part, maybe overused, I guess. No, I, for me, I, I just I enjoyed how over the top it was. Like in the episode of Excel Saga, where she kills the um, the manga artist. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I just love how they just went so overboard with it. So while we add it, so do you have any favorite scene, Shannon? Um, crap! I did have, I actually did have a favorite scene. I can't remember what it is now. Because I know what happens. Um, I'll give it to the death note scene for now, just because I All can't right. remember. But I really did enjoy the whole death note, like just riff that they did for that episode. So as for me though, I like when, if you remember this scene, when um, there's probably like too much transfer student in their class and this one student just said to, <laughs> to the teacher, you know, you, you get that part, right? And yeah. This, yeah. The, the student asks, uh, hey like, teacher, why our sure? class always gets the, the transfer student? And the teacher said, Um, because the main character of this show is in this class. <laughs> yeah, see, stuff like that was good. Like that doesn't those throwaway jokes were great. Oh, that is so good. I I, I really that, that's probably the the only scene that will remain in my head for 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 a time being. You know. <laughs> How about you, Walter? Um, I'm gonna have to say three are scenes I, I can't choose between. All It's right. the uh, when Momo O was transforming for the first time mm-hmm. and the Paul <laughs> that is just good. went that full is Master good. Roshi. I mean, you yeah. kind of expect it, you know, already, but yeah. Like, that was just so hilarious how, like, she just starts rubbing her hand on her face and then she is Master Roshi. <laughs> yes. Um, the second yeah. part was during the tennis match. Where right. stretched her arm, and then she was like, "I'm going to be king of the pirates." I'm like, "Okay, that was just." <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just no, up. that's what it was. No, no, that's what it was. Thank you for reminding me, Walter. 
It was a tennis match. A tennis match where Homeboy came out and was like, you like, you're like, she deserves to be working with royalty. Hi, I'm the prince of tennis. And I was like, really? Hi, yes. The prince of the tennis <laughs> they just shouted out another enemy over there. I am the well, prince. It was, it was so it. like it was so it was so like it was flawless, but at the same time, I was like, I can't believe you just did that. Like that one, that one had me rolling for a minute. Sorry, I mean, Walter. That, that guy, that, that guy, <laughs> so, like a twister, right? From from Prince of Tennis. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> And another one, Walter. The other one was when um, what was the priest guy's name? Bobby. Yeah, yeah Bobby. Bob. When Bobby walked behind her and grabbed her titties, and then did the <laughs> whole Napa thing. <laughs> oh, that reminds me though. When when um, Momiji becomes human, right? The personality change and all. And Ichiko asked Bobby to do the same thing to Momiji. <laughs> yeah. And Momiji just um, closed uh, her eyes from behind. And Ichiko said, are you chicken chickening out now? And Bobby said, where should I grow up, though? <laughs> It's like there's just there's no for my hands to land. He's like, and she's too pure. She is too pure. It's so good. And then he tried to do it goddess so later on. <laughs> Where he's like, she's just too pure. I can't even try it. <laughs> yep. Are you chickening out now? <laughs> you are okay doing it with me? Oh my, that is so good. Yeah, when the comedy is good, it's good. I, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. That's why I I I give it such a high score, you know. So let's get right into the characters now. Favorite characters. Um, Walter. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to say Momo. Oh, I just I got such a kick out of him. Momo, like he was huh? such an absolute pervert, but it was so funny. And the fact that it is the same voice actor as Zenitsu in Demon Slayer. The oh, annoying yeah? voice, yeah. Oh my. Alright, that's fair. How about you, Shannon? Uh, I gotta give it to Ranmaru. Ranmaru, huh? Ranmaru. <laughs> Why though? You don't care about names. Honestly, I just liked her character. Like when she would like show up in a scene like for a fight. And she'd go into that like long di- like dialogue of like she- how she's the hero of justice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I just love those scenes. Like on the when she was arguing when she showed up on the last episode when she was on the uh, landed on the truck, I was about to find fight Mama O, and uh-huh. she just starts in that whole long like introduction bit. I love those parts. And then just her intro of like okay I'm like when she fight decided to fight Ichiko, and she's doing that dragon kick, and all of a sudden she gets blinded, just lands in the ground. <laughs> yeah, Ranmaru is a great character. You, I guess, in real world, you cannot find that kind of people, you know, in your oh, lifetime, probably. It, it is such an anime thing, but if you manage to find one that kind of like Ranmaru, cherish him for life, man. <laughs> you know? As for me though, I will go with Keita because yeah, Keita may be a supporting um characters and everything, but 
the fact that they show us a like a life lesson you know always um be grateful with what you have don't even though you needed the the money and everything just stay with with your i guess motto of life the way of life and just that don't take people's money even though it, it is convenient you know and, and yeah get really good story too take care of your family yeah take care of your family that is well, I to him learn, you know? yeah go on i respected him a lot during the uh, the hot tubs or the the um, bathhouse scene yeah where the wild be always pu- pushing him to go join go peeking or something like that no 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 yeah, like at the end when the wall crumbles down and he just spins her around and they both sit down yep yeah you cannot find yes. that kind of character in real life probably <laughs> yeah i will go with keta so least favorite characters though walter oh i don't think i disliked anyone <laughs> <laughs> even Bobby. Oh man, Bobby was hilarious! <laughs> like how he like destroyed that sacred robe to make the schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> like that guy I mean, took being a Bobby perverted... is kind of like you, you know. You are a lot of edgy. Bobby is kind of like you. Oh god, yeah, I would actually have a shrine to him. <laughs> the patron saint of of edgy or whatever. <laughs> Um, people out there maybe don't know what we talk about here. How about you, Walter? What character? Uh, how, how, no, no. How about you, Shannon? The the <laughs> least favorite. Yeah, sorry about that. Least yeah, favorite. Least favorite character. Bobby. <laughs> Who? Bobby. Ah, there you go. There you go, Walter. That's okay. Stereotypes and... No. I mean, Bobby is a kind guy, but too much perversion, I guess? Too much perversion. Yeah. So, for me, least favorite characters... At first, it would be more Meiji, though. But, yeah, as as we go along with, with the series, Meiji is a very good character, you know? So... Yeah, she, she gets better as the show goes on. I mean, yeah, here's the question, though. When the personality change and everything, is that the real Meiji? No, I think, the, I think the poverty god is the real Meiji. Yeah, I have to agree. Why though? Because she's the goddess that has that kind of power. It's just by devoiding her of that kind of power, probably like dulls her personality. Oh, all right, that's fair. How about you, Shannon? What do you think? No, I'm about the, I'm about the same. It's like it's just changing her. The lack of power probably changes her personality because she's no longer she's no longer kind of like viewing everything in that way anymore so i suppose i suppose like the way i kind of view it is there was a there was a show called uh 
American Dragon Jake Long, like 10 years ago, probably 15 years ago now. And they did a spin on the Fates, where they were the Fates, like granddaughters or something. And there was two of them. One was always happy. One was always depressed. And the reason was, is because the one who was happy only saw bad things in life. So anytime she saw, because they could see the future, and she would only see the bad things in the future. And any little good thing that she saw made her happy. The one who was always depressed only saw the happy stuff. So whenever she saw something bad, it kind of just brought her down. So I kind of view the same thing with the poverty god. She is always in poverty, so she's always got this like certain mindset. When you take that away, and that's no longer her driving force, she has a chance to be happy. And I think that's when she becomes that other Momichi. Um, but I think the the first the, the the first Momiji is the real one. I think that's who she really is. But um, we are at the last arc, you know. So towards the end, Momiji is going to sacrifice herself as a god. To become a like a human doll, I guess. See, that so, was something I didn't understand. Yeah, because they made it seem like she was going to turn into a doll, but she is was going to turn into going to turn, turn into a doll or into a human though. Well, it's yeah. first the first the teddy bear said a human, then he said it what they call a humana doll, mm-hmm. and then basically then he said she'll die. And I was like, which is it? Yeah. Is she going to be a doll? Is she going to be human? Is she going to die? Pick one. Yeah, well, I think what they said that she was gonna. Yeah, I think what go they on. meant when they said that she was gonna die was the the original Mumbiji was gonna die, and oh, all that right. would be left is like just like a, 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 a like a lifeless doll, which would have been her human form. Human form, but would it be like the? Would he be living though? Would would she be living? Would she be alive? Well, could you somewhat look at it in the the same term as uh, how Bleach has their um, was the Gi guy? Uh, uh, like the Con? The no, no, the Gi guy, the the fake bodies that um, Rukia jumps into when she wants to go to school with Ichigo. Uh, all right. Like, I'd pretty much see this the same way as there. She's just an animated doll at that point. So, lifeless without no soul or, or anything like that. Hmm. Yeah. So, I'd say that's probably what it was the closest the way that I could really think about how the whole situation was going to turn out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, Momiji shows some, I guess good quality not good quality what is the um Momiji is a good character uh, towards the end i guess so i cannot pick momiji for that so i will go with momo it's a bit annoying yeah. to be honest and yeah even though he like he helped um ichiko uh, twice already i guess But still, though, when he's annoying, he's really annoying. Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm quite surprised that um, uh, Shannon uh, didn't pick this one. Oh no, he was number two. 
But they had that great intro duet for the Etchy episode. <laughs> yeah, that that brings me into the 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 time when they're breaking the fourth wall again. When Tama appeared, right? <laughs> And Momo like said, right? Um, I am the mascot of this show. You shouldn't be here to do Tama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. That is so good, man. Well, I just so, like to say, yeah, we need a uh, uh, we need a fan service episode. Oh, I totally forgot about that. All right, Opai Dragon, Mister Opai Dragon over there. What do you think yeah. of the song? Of the what? The Opai song. Opai song. It's better than than um high school DXD one. Like during the bathhouse episode where they had the opening song. Yeah, they're, they're playing the football. They are saying that, yes, this is the time we are going to sh- to, to give you a fan service episode. Yeah, I prefer high school DXD. <laughs> This so you, don't have to, you don't have to put it in your face. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Well, I think that just added to the comedy how it broke the fourth wall and all of that. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, it, yeah, the fourth <laughs> wall is completely destroyed. No question about that. Yeah, uh, they are very self-aware that, that they are in the show. Oh, oh subtle. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We need to give the audience the fan service, even though it took us 11 episodes. They said something like that. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, all right. So before before we um give us give them uh, the conclusion though, uh, do you have any least favorite scene in, in this anime, uh, Walter? Oh, least favorite. Um, can I go with the after credit where they tease the second season? <laughs> yep, I I have to agree with that. They they say that uh, we probably gonna jinx it, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Oh, well, we didn't get one. How about you, Shannon? Um, there was one after credits epi- scene in an episode where, like, they kept doing like these like s- like small tidbit stories. Yeah, and there was one that was like with Momo. I was like, mm-hmm. damn it, I can't remember what it was. I blocked it out of my mind, but I knew it was Momo, and he's being like more perverted than normal. And I was like, no, you can you can keep that. <laughs> I'm good at Momo. Forever. <laughs> yeah, they have like what a quick mix. What, 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 what do you think? The, the Nadesco. Where they, uh, that one girl with the curly red hair or whatever, where she's like, see, I was in the episode right here. Oh, yeah, and the poo, she showed up on the poo face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, I I never men- mentioned once about the toilet gods, right? Even though I like that scene, it, it is my slogan though. We we never pick who has the the best slogan. So what you say, guys? Yeah. Who has the best slogan though? I don't know, Walter. What was yours again? Oh, um. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips transform Momo-O. 
Uh, that's pretty. So are know, we going okay. with Walters? I think you have to vote because I like mine. So you you like yours? And what is yours again? Mine was it's like this whole show was cursed by the poverty god. <laughs> um. All right. So um, it is it is what uh is that what they said in the subtitle poverty god. In your version, Shannon? Oh, yeah, they called it the Capcom of the Poverty God. Oh, in mine, they call it a misfortune. The God of Misfortune. How about yours? Uh, yeah. um, mine just said Poverty God. Even with the subtitle said Poverty God. But I had a hard time because it was a Blu-ray switching English language with Japanese subtitles. Yeah, mine said a misfortune. Not a Poverty God. So if that's the case, to avoid confusion, we'll go with Walter. Yeah, I guess. All right. Mine about the toilet god <laughs> doesn't seem right at this point. Even though, yeah, I I never mentioned about the, the toilet god scene at all. <laughs> so why, why in the world that they make a toilet god? <laughs> Do you have any idea? That looks uh, like a crap. I I stopped trying to understand this show. <laughs> well, my ex's mother used to say if you dreamed of crap, it meant good fortune or something good was coming your way. Uh, so, well, he he did bring good luck and helped. Uh, what was it uh, the cat? Yeah, it is all um, momiji's plan from the beginning yeah so do, do you expect that Tama will become a god itself Tama is a god yeah no uh, the cat w- wasn't though but when, yeah. when when the toilet god blow too much um, lucky force I guess the for- fortune yeah. In, in, yeah, into said, that cat it, it becomes yeah. a god yeah Tama's yeah. a god that's why Tama can transform now yeah. Do you expect that Tama will become a god? Oh, did I expect it? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it became a beckoning cat. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, I guess. So let's give us, uh, let's give them the conclusion, though. So overall, guys, uh, would you recommend this show to other people to watch, Shannon? Nope. Simple yet um, very powerful. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Walter? Um, if the person I know likes comedy animes and they're well versed in animes, I would suggest it. But as somebody who's just coming into anime, not a chance. I mean, it is very obscure. Is it? Is it easy to find over there, over your end, guys? Um, yeah, I mean, it's on Funimation. Mm-hmm. I have the box set. Yeah, you have the box set. Uh, it is, um, it is not hard to find, but it is too old that it is hard to download. You know, too old. Yeah, it is so oh, obscure. Man. I have to go find some like weird sources to go and download it. You know. 
Yeah, but yeah, I manage. I manage somehow. Kind of like Giant Robo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Yeah, sorry, sometimes I lose track of like this is the fact that I own the box sets for some of these. You know, I just mm. take it for granted that it's easy for me to watch. Yeah. Good for you being a collector and all, you know. So as for me, I will recommend you to watch this if you like obscure stuff and you don't mind a slapstick comedy, even though they overuse it. And yeah, I guess the the plot is okay. It is a slow burn, but it, it is worth it towards the end, I guess. So I guess that's it, guys. That is uh, uh, our review for uh, Good Luck Girl. So, where can people find us um, on the interweb, Shannon? You can find us on Instagram at Chitake Podcast. Uh, Chitake Podcast. You can find us on Facebook under the same name. You can find us on now on Twitter. Our Twitter is live at Chitake Podcast. And you can find us on, obviously, our podcast is based on anchor.fm under Shitake Podcast. So, guys, if you have any suggestion uh, for our future episodes, uh, hit us up on our socials. And you can also email us at shitakepodcast at gmail.com. So, other than that, um, I guess that's it. So <clears throat> let's finish out with uh, our catchphrase. Um, even though you are rich and blessed with uh, all the uh, fortune and stuff, you might be a victim of a god of misfortune. But even though you are you were chased by one, please don't die. Even Jay? though it with this with this show being as bad as it was, there was plenty of time for Opai. Yep, it is plenty of time for Opai in the show. How about you, Walter? If you're traveling the plains, spreading the word of Buddha, don't worry, be itchy. <laughs> <laughs> you are so fucking bad. Oh my, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. All right, guys. I guess see you ne- next episode. See you next week. Um, let's say it with me now, guys. Um, shitake. Shitake. Okay.